Welcome everyone to the fourth episode. One, two, three, four. Number four, Quattro. This is the quartet of magicalness that is a dude, a lord, and the truth. I'm I'm the Vest Lord Dean DeFalco. I'm joined by Nintendo Dude Mike. Yo, what up? And the truth about failing, falling, farting, Nick. And all those other F words. What's up, guys? <laughs> oh man. Well, so I mean we got a we got a packed show tonight. Fucking fireworks, action, drama. We're like TNT right now. How you how you feeling, guys? You guys feeling this tonight? Feeling like dynamite. I'm feeling like uh these green Martians are real strong, but let's do this. Yes. So we will be talking about Bloodstained versus Blasphemous. A bee and another bee, and we're going to just start stinging each other and see what happens. Uh, Mike will be representing Bloodstained. I'll be talking about Blasphemous. It should be a good time. I'm going to argue a game that people know I don't like, but I'm going to argue <laughs> it because people say it's good, and I want to believe them. So I, we're going to do that. I did watch you play it. Gameplay. Yeah visuals all that i mean it looked good it looked good but hey, yep. no it's, it's just, just one of those just one of those things that wasn't my thing but uh i mean we're 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 gonna we're gonna have a good time doing that it, it should be fun i got some things to say but before we get to there boys what, what, what have you been doing what have you been playing uh nintendo dude what 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 you been up to i've uh, been playing a little bit of wow you know not as much as I usually do, because I've been focusing on the Carl on duty Cold War. The first season just came out, so nothing mainly new with zombies, because that's all I'm focusing on. It's just like an altered yeah, game say, mode what, for the holiday. What did they change at all for that? Because it seems like a lot of people were pretty hyped about it, but it didn't look any different to me. Um, They added a new zombies gameplay. It's called Jingle Hells and jingle hells i love yeah, it you know and you like your secondary grenade is snowballs and when you hit the zombie with okay. it they freeze and then you kill them and then sometimes they drop a present and it either has you know a grenade in it like that you could pick up not a live grenade um a weapon uh just ex extra bullshit shit like that that makes yeah. sense it, it's fun it's for fun but other than I that, the season thing kind of just reset your level. And then they added oh, a whole bunch okay. of stuff in the store that you can buy with, like, Call of Duty points. It's not pay to win, well, but it's kind uh, of at least it's, yeah, yeah. At least it's in-game currency you can earn, like, that type of yeah. deal rather than spending money. Yeah, but it's... No, who wants to spend money? No, I, I don't. Not even a little bit. Exactly. And I've been playing exactly. Marvel Strike Force. Still, that I just found out that Truth plays periodically. Did yeah. you check in today? Yeah, occasionally. Every once in a while. Uh, did I open that today? I I might have technically at like 1 a.m. I can't remember. Not to sound like Blizzard, you but, get that but thing you, have, you? you have a phone. Just, just open yeah. it. But I also, like, I don't, I don't look at my phone often. You don't poop? <laughs> no. That's rough. This just in, <laughs> the truth never poops. Yep. Never, never, ever. Not once in his life has he I ever mean, pooped. It's, it's, it's been years. It's been years. Uh, 
I, I, I think I opened it today. I, I really can't remember. Why don't you do it in real time? Let's see if you opened it. Let's see. I'll do it right now. While he's doing that, Dean, what have you been playing? Oh man, I've been um, hmm. I've been I've been knee deep in that that Yakuza ah. that that like a dragon swag, and that story has taken me so many places, and I've gone on so many journeys, and I've made so many friends. I Namba. just I just don't want it to stop. Namba is a I, boss, man. Oh my god, Namba, Namba! Like you guys don't even know. I mean, you guys know, but the other guys out there listening and listener, they don't even know. They don't even know how great that game is. I mean, we got a homeless man in the party. We got a a silver fox cop. You were uh... well, oh man, we yeah we got we got the silver fox. He's something else. We got a uh, we got my secretary mm-hmm. uh, from from my business. Uh, we, we have a, an ex hostess, which isn't exactly what I think it is. Cause apparently a hostess in Japan is something very different <laughs> than what a hostess is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. quite sure what she does exactly, but I know she makes a lot of money at it. Um, and then there's, uh, there's a Dachi, the, uh, the ex cop who's like this really weird old man. He's a badass. Uh, who, He's well. He's super strong, and then he tries to hit on the young girls, and it's weird. Oh man, that story has gone cute. so many places. Like so, just let me let me backtrack a little bit here. Um, I I've been playing this on stream mainly, and um, at first I didn't know what to expect. I just kind of wanted something that wasn't you know another Dark Souls game, another hard platform. I was like, I just. I just want an easy game. I want a softball. Mm-hmm. And this has been it like not that this is a super was, easy I would, game. I wouldn't or anything. say easy. But, well, you, but it seems like you want yeah, something more story it's, it's based because everything else is all gameplay. This yeah. is yeah. very, very story based. But the thing like I wasn't expecting the story out of it. Like I was expecting anime levels of good, and I'm getting like crime drama slash like goofy comedy uh uh good and um it's it's a really fucking good game it is very well written it's very well orchestrated um all the all the enemies have like incredibly funny names uh there's like so many little extra things that you could do but it ties back into the story like fuck man I I've been playing for 40 hours and I still turn it on every day. Super excited to play more that that means a lot when you're that deep into a game and you're still like, oh, fuck, what's next? Yeah, you're that, coming that towards the end of impressive. it, though, right? No, it, we're on chapter, I think, 11, 12. There's 16 chapters. Well, uh, I, I would say that's closer to the end. Yes, cl- yeah. I guess closer to the end is, you know, I'm definitely you know further than i was like last week but um i cannot wait until you kill joe i don't know if that's gonna happen or did it happen did i miss that joe yeah the the one that you went to jail for but didn't 
Oh, uh, yeah, the captain. Yeah. I forgot his first name was Joe. Shit, good call, man. Um, <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> yeah, so I, we didn't kill him yet. I don't know when that's going to happen, but no one really, like, dies by our hand because we're honorable or some shit. We're an honorable Yakuza. Who'd have thunk it? Um, but, yeah, he he doesn't, like, really ever get into a point where he's pointing a gun at anyone ever. He's always just like, I'm going to beat you with my fist so you can't stand up. And then he doesn't go a step further. Um, that hair though, but oh, the hair. Yeah. He's, he's got that, that crazy fro, but I, I think someone is definitely going to die by the end of this game. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was that dude. I think a few people are going to die by the end of this game. I, I just feel like there's way too much that's starting to form and come to a head now that there needs to be some resolution. And like, Mike, I totally get where you're coming from, where it kind of feels like the end, because there's all these big things happening now, story-wise. It doesn't yeah. so much feel like it, like, gameplay-wise. But, yeah, story-wise, there's a lot coming together. And like, um, I, I don't want to say too much, but, like, the that recent reveal about why you went to jail, like, that seems like end, oh, yeah. end of the game reveal. Like, mm-hmm. last no, chapter or two. But, like, there has to be something bigger coming because there's still, like, four more chapters. Well, see, there there is because, all right, so just the first 30 minutes of the game is you go to jail for someone. Uh, the, the, the crime uh, mob that you worked for that you tried to do right by because you went to jail for something that wasn't your fault at all. Uh, you get out, and what they do is they shoot you. Mm-hmm. They shoot you. And it sucks. And now we're at the point of the game where we're figuring out why that's happening or what or how or it might not have been exactly as it seems. So, like, we don't know. And the answer is, like, it's it's right there. It's it's we're going to find out any minute. And I think that's what the last four chapters are going to be like, figuring out what's happening between the son and the father and uh you know why or how exactly you you fall into all this now because you know you're kind of on a mission but you don't know why and it it's very interesting it has been a roller coaster of a ride out of this game i like how so so far they've been answering like these questions from the every point it's you're getting a definitive answer on something. It's not like just leaving shit yes. out in the open. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it definitely feels like they've, they've gone out of their way to make sure there's no like stupid plot holes that are open. And I mean, listen, I know Sega has done more in their, you know, post Genesis period than just Sonic but it feels like a lot of the times all they do is just Sonic. And it's amazing to know that they also do but stuff he's like number this. one. I, yeah, he's, no, Ichiban is number one. Mm-hmm. That's what his name means. He's number one. It's true. But Sonic, I don't know. He's like, he, he might be number two now. Ichiban, like, he could probably beat the shit out of Sonic. In fact, I'd pay to see it. Mm-hmm. I would... 
I would pay to see him beat the shit out of Sonic with the baseball bat. Maybe, I think maybe Ich Ichiban's going to be in the the last the last character for Smash. Going to be one of the last three. That'd be great because Ichiban for Smash. Make me happier. Mm -hmm. Ichiban for yeah. Smash. You know, like I could almost see it. Mm -hmm. I could almost see it. I mean, they got Ryu he... and Ken. You know, they do. Bayonetta, they do. like actual yeah. people, like models. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, Terry Bogard's in the game, so there's been more obscure picks. I mean, he's a fighting character, but like, fuck mm -hmm. <laughs> that. I did not see that one happen, like coming when it happened. No. That one was kind of weird. Big shocker. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. Uh, truth. So, yeah, me. Uh, I did not. I did not sign into Strike Force today. So I, uh, I just knocked all that out while you were sitting there talking. Great. <laughs> Bite um, some time. Other than that, though, I've been, um, yeah, I've been messing around in Seven Days to Die a little bit. Still played some more of that this morning. Mm. Uh, playing by myself, I, I I can't really say that that game is too fun to play solo. Uh, so I only played for maybe an hour this morning. Didn't really get too much progress or anything done. It's just you know, it's a survival game. So it is what it so is. So how how many hours have you put in by yourself? Uh, solo maybe six or seven. Okay, so you've actually done a fair amount by yourself then. You're not just saying that after playing like an hour. So you right. you can confirm not the key way to play play the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm trying to get Steam to pull up here right now. Hold on. Uh, I want to say I've got like 18 or 19 hours total playing. I want to say like six of those were solo. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. The rest was uh, with my buddy. Yeah, nineteen point four hours total. Uh, my buddy actually has forty three point seven hours he's played of this game, and uh, I, yeah, I think he likes it. Yeah, he he likes it quite a bit, apparently. But, Have you played uh, any Overwatch recently? Yes, actually, that was the other thing I was going to get to. I have been playing some of Overwatch as well. Overwatch has their new Winter Wonderland. Well, yearly winter wonderland event uh is out and uh played a bit of that this morning so i think uh snowballs were mentioned earlier with the zombies and mm -hmm. uh, there's a basically a snowball fight mode in overwatch right now dope where uh everybody's may you run around and suck up snow shoot snowballs at each other it's a one-hit kill type thing May I got bad. my ass kicked quite a bit. There's another mode where basically, um, you know, it's a team deathmatch type thing, but mm -hmm. your team can revive you because once you turn, once you die, you turn into a block of ice. Uh, Pseudo May when she uses her block of ice healing ability. Mm -hmm. But your teammates can then come back and actually thaw you out bring you back to the fight. Uh, it's a 4v4 little deathmatch type deal. Is it limited it's... on who you can be? Oh, no. Because um, okay. I know they do that whoever you want. You can play whoever you want. But, uh, who uh, are the new skins? Oh, new skins are actually really not good. I, I'm not really a big fan of any of them. Uh, May got a new one. 
she's a penguin. It's kind How of can you be looking. upset about that? You can be a, a green junk rat. Or... Oh, he's a, he's an elf, right? They they made him like an elf. Yes, yes, he's an elf. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I one mean... very much, considering Junkrat's one of my favorite characters. Um, the best skin, in my opinion, for this event was mm-hmm. uh, actually Roadhogs. He's he's a big old Frosty the Snowman, Dope. and it looks really good in my like I, I I dig it. I um, Roadhog tends to be my favorite character, so it's. Nice to see him get some love. Other than that, though, you know, I I, I kind of just dick around on mobile games. I played a little bit of Strike Force. I played a little bit of a basically a, a, an escape room type little puzzle game, point and click thing that was uh, free to play and probably giving my phone shitloads of viruses. But uh, so you got that going for you. Is. Yeah. That, that's about it. I mean, not. Uh... All right. Okay. That's that's good. I mean, you know, just doing little things here and there. That's that's yeah, what's important. I mean, it, work's been crazy lately, so I have not had a ton of fucking time. But as you guys know, my experience with work lately. No, I had no idea. That's yeah. that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. Don't know anything about that. Wow. Wow. Um. Wow. So, all right. Let's uh let's go ahead and I guess take ourselves a break. And uh, then we'll we'll be right back after uh, after that, and we're gonna talk about Bloodstained and Blasphemous. Stay tuned. Well, I'm not a theme song guy, but you know. <laughs> is, no, no, that's it now. That's it. You made it. You got it. Dean, you yeah. want to go first that's when we song. when we're doing the introductions? Yeah, sure. I okay. can go first. Uh, everybody good on God. beverages? Everybody good? Seriously, everybody seriously. have to pee? Try the I Green should, Martian. I should get a soda. You can find it. Try it. I, I have not seen Platform by me, so unfortunately mm. I think I'm going to have to wait. Oh, I got a funny story when I get back. Uh, give me one sec. I'm going to go grab a soda. I'm, I'm uh, redeeming a beer. Buy a beer. I'm redeeming I'll go buy a beer. I'll be right back as well. Tequila. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, so Truth isn't back yet. Well, that's delicious. Oh, um, I was gonna say, so uh the store that I go to for games, the mom and pop shop. Mm-hmm. They were originally located in Ohio, right across the street from um, Stone Age Gamer. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so 
what they told me was like they basically cl- uh closed and then Stone Age Gamer opened like months later. Huh. And I was like, "Oh wow, that's interesting. That's that's cool stuff." And uh yeah, now they're here. How, video uh, how's their selection? They have a very good Sega Saturn collection that's and so that weird. was very off-putting. <laughs> Super uh, weird. Oh, and uh, like I don't go ahead. Lexi and I stopped at this place like 45 minutes from me, Lafayette, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I know the area. Yeah, I, f- I forgot the fucking name of the place, but mm. if you ever come back up here or if truth you ever come visit, we need to go to this place. There was a shit ton okay. of wrestling shit. No shit. Yeah, huh. ton of what, ton, what did ton I of action you shared in Discord. Oh, it was a picture, so I don't have to get up. Um, nice. Good choices. Uh, but like bunch of figures, uh, decent amount of video games. That's where I got Saturday Night Slam Masters and the little Kirby thing. Mm. Um, but I was like, they they have the Slam Buddies or whatever the hell they were called. The the eighties wrestling pillow guys. Oh. oh, I miss those things. They're like 50 bucks. So it's the same price as like if you were to buy it off, like some, some of them were like 50, some of them were like 60. They overpriced the shit out of most of their stock though. Like apparently there's, uh, where else are you going to get it? I, I had to Google it. So yeah, apparently there's a whole website now where you can actually get like custom made slam buddies. No shit. Yeah. It's just slambuddies.com. Not very much what to the website, shut, but... Shut your fucking mouth. Shut your fucking there's mouth. There's not much at all to the website, so I don't know how the uh, legitimacy of it entirely, Lamb but... Masters. That doesn't sound like that, that no, no, type no, no, of website would be... Slam Masters. Slam Buddy, sorry. Slam, but... Oh, man, who knows what I'm going to find at SlamMasters.com. Either <laughs> one sounds terrible. Kind of, yes. It seems to be pretty verified. Uh, you can order by contacting the email or contact us via social. This is man. This is like someone's like mom. I assume thought the ones that Mike are talking about are the brawling buddies, WWE brawling buddies. There's a, a John Cena, Ray Mysterio set on eBay right now for fucking $888. <laughs> That sounds very. How much expensive. does this cost? This is actually kind of cute that they do this. I mean, this this site is super sus, but like that looks pretty good oh, quality. It's, yeah, it's definitely like uh, you know, some Etsy type shit. Yeah. Like, why don't you just put it on Etsy? But yeah, because awesome. having an actual website apparently makes them seem more legit, which you know, I really <laughs> start. It's actually quite the opposite. <laughs> Georgie Bulldog. Lisa Marie. Did you? Oh, man. So Eddie Guerrero's um, wife, uh, or I guess, yeah, ex, ex-wife mm-hmm. now, um, Widow. Is, is, has aged a bit since she's been in, you know, the WWE, mm-hmm. granted. It's, so she's, she's, she's old. She's up there. Not, not great looking. Um, and you know what? I'm going to save this for after we're done recording. Great. Great idea. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. 
Uh, all right. So, uh, you guys ready to jump back in? Yes, no, sir. We're ready. back from this break. Yeah. Hey. We good? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. We are about to talk about the the throwdown for tonight, the Thursday night throwdown of Blasphemous versus Bloodstained. I mean, I I think I think we're gonna have a fun time, boys. I, I, I like how it's the Thursday night throwdown. It, weekly, this is gonna be a different day of the week every week. Just just but listen. It's Thursday right now. Yeah, it's Thursday for baseball. us. It's Thursday somewhere, Truth. Okay, yeah. jeez. I know that. But inside baseball, for for the people listening, it could be Thursday well, right I now mean, for Greggy. Like it. He's in a time machine. I, it, it's totally Thursday. You're right. He is in a time machine. See, it's Thursday night for someone. When we're on Monday, they're on Thursday. That's how the world works. I guess. <laughs> mayor. Mr. Mayor. The mayor. I'd love for him to just hop in here one day. All right, so Sorry, dude, right? I'm talk. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw down a little bit of knowledge about uh, Blasphemous. Uh, you know, just just some of the basics. So uh, Blasphemous was developed by I think a Spanish uh, game developer called The Game Kitchen. Um, it's a fairly well heavily religion based game, uh, meaning that there there's some a lot of theming in this game that relates to uh all these old religious like contexts and stuff uh and it has a a lot of a uh, theming with uh spanish like christianity i believe it was uh the hat that your guy is wearing is meant to be like one of the hats that i think a lot of the priests use in that area of the country for like uh old school um ceremonies the uh the andalusia region is that is that it yep oh man i'm not just making shit up that's great wow good for me oh boy so um if we're again full disclosure if i don't if i maybe miss something or you know there's a point you think i didn't make here uh i'm not I I played this thing game. I played through it. I must have put in like twenty some odd hours into the game, which isn't a lot in the grand scheme. But I did play a good chunk of it, and I beat the game at least once. And I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I want to say it took you like what two weeks, week and a half. Yeah, About two weeks, week and a half. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was a little bit of grinding uh, for for that one, but it, it wasn't it wasn't a bad bad play or anything. Um, my big thing is the story just did not pay off in the end. And I know, I know that's not what you look for in these sort of games, but it just got me a little upset after all that. So I'm sorry, but (laughs) I have been reminded that it has good gameplay, which I can't argue with. So going forward, this game is like your Castlevania Metroidvania sort of a deal Basically, it's also a tiny bit soulsy, just a little bit soulsy because it has that mechanic of if you have all your souls and you die, they are stuck at that spot. You can either go back and get them 
or you can leave them, or, you know, if you die again, you lose them. Uh, they can be spent on upgrading your skills and stuff. Uh, you can get new powers. You can upgrade your health. Um, you can get items. So there's, there's a little bit of depth to the game. Uh, it, it's, it's always reviewed fairly well. Uh, it's generally well liked, uh, among most gamers. I'm in the minority about not liking it. Uh, it's been fairly popular. People have like really applauded it for it's, it's not colorful world, but very like, it, it seems like there's a lot going on in the world. It's a very like crazy sort of, uh, character it just level design character design all that it's 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 very visually stunning for the uh depths that they not the depth it's a very uh, dark geez. game not like visually but like more morbid-esque i would say oh yeah it's it's very morbid but they they went with almost like a 16 32 bit sort of look for it yeah it's pretty dope um, yeah, and they they managed to wrap that very well, like these very grotesque sort of looking creatures and making them 16-bit, but making them still look scary. It's a very cool like throwback to maybe something akin to Ghosts and Goblins, but like way creepier yeah. um, because you have that like horror notion to it. But where, you know, ghosts, uh, ghouls and ghosts, ghosts and goblins, what have you. Uh, was a little bit, you know, comical about it. This is just straight, like, gruesome and morbid. And it's a very neat look for the game. Um, the the moves are all satisfying. You know, the, the platforming felt tight. Uh, what story was there was interesting, you know, till I got to the end. But um, yeah. I'd say it was I very, found- very Souls-esque stories to, to uh, oh, what, yeah. what, it didn't make sense. Yes. <laughs> I I don't I don't know if it did make sense. Well, like I mean, it made sense but it, it just left you lacking. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I'll I'll just go into it briefly so we can kinda I guess compare the plots. Um I'm gonna tell you, honestly, I didn't realize how deep it was till I read the wiki for it because I was uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know. You got to you got to kill some bishop guy because he, he thinks. Playing. Yeah, you know, you're, my True. God's better than your God or something. So essentially the way this works is that there's this malevolent being up in Spanish heaven somewhere called the uh, like the original miracle or something like that. He uh, well, it um just you know does what it wants with its power uh apparently there was at one point like this this kid started um like praying for agony because of his sins or whatever and then you know this this being turned it into a tree and it it gets real crazy from there but all you really need to know is that this thing was so powerful they made a religion around it um and then, you know, this being's like a god. So, you know, but it's still a being, so it can choose what and what it, it doesn't want to do. So people would pray to it, and when good things happened, it was great. But when bad things happened, well, it was bad. And, you know, it was blamed both ways. So this um 
Bishop comes up through the church and the religion and he's trying to commune with the being and like pray for things and hoping they happen. And uh, the being just doesn't answer because, again, it just does what it wants. And again, they call it the original miracle or something like that. And it's a God figure. But the miracle. Yeah, the miracle. Okay, thank you. Um, And like it doesn't answer and the bishop gets pissed off and he makes his own religion and like it turns into this whole thing where the miracle gets mad and turns him into something and then um what ends up happening is you're tapped you are this this sect devoted to the uh the miracle and you're tapped by the hand of this miracle to rise up and not rest until you kill this this bishop. That is your mission in this game. You cannot you cannot be thwarted. You will keep coming because this miracle will keep bringing you back to life. Um, and I mean, from there, it just gets even fucking crazier. But that's that's the name of the game. I I actually did a halfway decent job. As I think describing a fairly difficult like to, to tell game. Yeah. Yeah, from what I'm like, I'm I'm reading along with the wiki as you're describing it. Uh, I, I I know as as the decider of this episode, um, I'm supposed to kind of remain a little unbiased here, but I, I I will make I'll make notes and things here where I can see uh, the protagonist in this game is known as the Pentium One. He's, yes, uh, he's the sole survivor of the Brotherhood of Silent Sorrow. Um, so-called because their members have agreed to a silence pact obviously see uh, like i i don't even want to get into all that because that's just yeah, like that's, that, like, that's it, where it's it's that's where it gets too much yeah yeah because like that. it's just some dude in a group like he he's about he's about the miracle and they're like crazy buddhist monks with the tall hats and some, not they're not buddhist monks but they're like crazy monks that follow this code and stuff they got these tall hats and it looks like a fucking conch shell on his head with spikes on it it's insane and like that's the thing it doesn't really matter idea of what conch shells look like (laughs) it's a big ass conch shell that's what it is don't you worry um but it's it's just a bizarre like that that's the game was fairly off-putting with its its graphical style to an extent because it was it was so graphic it was I mean, back me up here because you guys saw it like that. That game was fairly, again, for lack of a better term, graphic for what it was. It was very gruesome for like a 16 bit game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, very much so. This game would have been amazing if it was on the DS. Oh, absolutely. If it came out around that time, you know, I this would have been a huge, huge game. And I mean, it still was a huge game. Um, But don't get me wrong, but. But it, it, it looks uh, like it could run on a DS also. Which oh, is like absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, just to backtrack a little bit, it's available on your PC, the Switch, PS4, Xbox One. So if, I mean, you guys are interested in it, give it a look. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and switch this over to Nintendo because I don't want to go too much further without getting a little bit into Bloodstained. Okay, so Bloodstained. I'm going to talk about just, you know, mainly Ritual of the Night, which is the yep. uh, the main comparison between these two. That, so it was Right, released, the actual game. 
Yeah, because the other one was, well, Curse of the Moon was a Kickstarter bonus. And Correct. everybody's like, this is fucking dope. And it was a huge hit, so they made a sequel to that. And that game is also super dope. So can I can I ask a clarification question a little bit? Sure. So it seems there's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Bloodstained mm-hmm. Curse of the Moon, and there's their Curse of the Moon 2 as well, or is that expected? No, that's out already. Okay. Um, and, it's- and from like Mike said, it's it's pretty good. That that is a very cool like OG Castlevania series. Yeah, the so Curse of the Moon plays like Dracula's Curse, which is Castlevania three. And gotcha. but in like the the main difference between that is for Dracula's Curse, you can only have one other person with you, so you could only switch to one other character. This one has multiple characters you can switch to whenever the hell you want. And in Curse of the Moon two. There is a corgi in a mech suit, in like a steampunk mech suit. Corgi in a mech suit. Okay. okay, that is a playable I mean, you character. You won me over. I, you won I me over. Like that. Uh, That's what, not what, what we're talking about. <laughs> no, we are not. Okay, so we're I talking know, about Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, uh, release. Base game. Yeah, the 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 main thing on Kickstarter, which you know raised over like five and a half million dollars. You know. Which was the I think the biggest thing until Shenmue three came out. Damn Shenmue, yeah. boof. Shen. Drift, drift. <laughs> that's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. So Bloodstained came out uh, June eighteenth, twenty nineteen, on PS four, the X Bone, and Windows, and then on the twenty fifth for the Switch. Both ga- both like uh, all, all different releases had had some issues when it came out. The Switch had a whole bunch of, like, frame rate problems. You know, my game crashed a couple times. So it, you kind of learn to play with that. It's like anytime you were by a save room, just save. J- just to be safe. But but for the most part, it, it's good now. Um, There was, like, a whole bunch of companies that were involved with making it. 505 Games, WayForward, Artplay, Inti Creates, which... Uh, Inti Creates is pretty much a company made of ex-Capcom employees. So it's pretty much a Capcom Castlevania. Already super dope. Okay, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, the main person who did this was uh, Igarashi, who, fun fact, was born on St. Paddy's Day in 1968. And, uh, As an Irishman, I can respect that. And he always wears guys... a cowboy hat. He's, he's an interesting fella. If you guys it's don't know... That is the uh, guy who made uh, Symphony of the Night and uh, I would say its successors uh, after that. Yeah, all in the, the Castlevania line. The DS ones, the Game Boy Advance. Yep. He, he's pretty much the guy that, you know, made the term Metroidvania. He was like, hey, I really like Super Metroid, but I'm going to put it with Castlevania. And bada bing, bada boom, Metroidvania. We got peanut butter jelly in a fucking jar together now. It's great. Boom. You put peanut butter in my chocolate. Got chocolate in my it's peanut It's just butter. like that. It's just like that. It's perfect. It's a match made in heaven. Anyway, keep going. So this game is pretty much Symphony of the Night. Uh, main thing is, it's like, hey, you're this chick. You were part of this guild, this alchemist guild that is now putting like shards on people or crystals. And it's demon related. You get clapped up. 
you're asleep for a bit. Boom, you wake up. The other guy that was your buddy who was in the Curse of the Moon, he is now the villain. Um, he summons a castle, you know. Poof, you're now in the castle. Fight demons in a castle. What a shocker. The main villain is Jeebel, who was in Curse of the Moon. He pretty much plays like Alucard. Okay. Host of the Magic Crystal Curse, which is that, you know, because if you look at the main character, Miriam, she's got these, like, blue crystals on her. Yeah. Um, he destroyed the Alchemist Guild. Then he's, like, losing his humanity. So he, he, he more or less originally, like, summoned the castle for him and Miriam to chill in, be like, hey, this is our place now. We can hang out here. But then he just got more corrupted, and he's like, well, now I'm a bad guy. Game has 25 bosses, including, like, DLC and hidden bosses. Uh, Igarashi is one of the bosses, which is one of the DLC. So oh, you can awesome. fight him. Yeah. Okay. Him with his cowboy hat. But he's pretty. he pretty much plays like Dracula. What a shocker. In other words, I mean, spam your little... Uh, spam holy water. Mm-hmm. Side quest for grinding in this game. It's It's... Because all, all of these Symphony of the Night, Metroidvania games, it's like you can just progress and just go and just find which which room you got to go to next. You know, I need to go here to get this ability before I can go there. Or you could do like a normal person and just grind the crap out of everything. So I mean, that's part of the fun of the game. That's part yeah. of the beauty of it. Yeah, it, it adds longevity to a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. Game, yeah. And, I mean, that's that's what all those games have been. It's It's... The the fun of just like, all right, like I can make it a little easier on myself if I, you know, got a couple levels up, maybe found some cool armor somewhere. Oh man, those games are so good. Mm-hmm. I I've I've played a good chunk of them now that I'm thinking about it. Uh played what, what? I played Curse of the Moon, I played Symphony of the Night, I've played uh The Order of Ecclesia, a bunch of them. Yeah, that that was the weird one on the DS. Where with mm-hmm. the touch screen, yeah. where it's like you pull her back and she jumps higher now. But I didn't, I didn't beat it. That that one, was the weirdest I, one. I played it. Yeah, I mean the the one with uh, what's his name? Just Juiced Juiced Juiced. Yeah, the yeah the one where is that the one where you're in the future? Uh, that's Curse of the Moon, and is that it? Is oh, Cur- only in- Curse of the Moon was interesting because it was like a mix between Symphony of the Night and then something a little more um, standard, like like a regular Castlevania game. Yeah. Uh, Because that one didn't have quite all the bells and whistles as some of the later ones, but it was still a really, really good game. I I really enjoyed that game. It was was difficult. It was kind of difficult. I'm trying to remember which one... Which one of the, because there was like two on the handhelds where the first one was on the GBA and then the second one was on the DS. Oh, it, um, uh, Aria Sorrow and Dawn of Sorrow. Was that it? I, I, you're one of them is correct. I think Dawn of Sorrow is correct. Hang on. I think Dawn of Sorrow is the DS one. Yes. And maybe, Aria, you're right. maybe it is Aria of Sorrow. Because Aria that, that, of Dissonance? See, th- this is the problem with Castlevania games. All of them sound correct. Every every one that we've said sounds like it could be a Castlevania game. 
Hang on, I'm I'm googling it. All right, Symphony of the Night, Aria of Sorrow. So that's it, Aria mm-hmm. of Sorrow. So that then there's one, Order of Ecclesia, Dawn of Sorrow, Ritual Por- of the Night, Portrait of Ruins. Oh my God, there's so many. Portrait of Ruins, my favorite because it has the best death fight. I, um, de- the death fights are pretty good. So in Aria and Dawn, you have this ability when you kill an enemy, there's a chance mm-hmm. you collect their soul. So now you can, like, you kill a skeleton guy. Now you have his ability. You can now throw bones. So uh, back to, you know, this game, Bloodstain. Um, you have that. They, they now call, call them, like, shards. You know, crystal shards. Uh, you can, you know, get more powers from it. You can summon familiars. One is, like, a shot. Like, so now you can, like, shoot, like, a projectile. Um, improve stats and then like moves to progress in the game like double jump and like grip this like heavy object to move it out of the way if if you played any of these ega metroidvania symphony of the night all the other ones that we we've named you you pretty Mm -hmm. much have played this game but this one added some weird weapon types i'll start with the weirdest one shoes 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 is a weapon type your footwear. So you can kick someone is what you're mm-hmm. saying. Kick, slide. You know, now we sound like Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, a um, little bit, a little bit. Shoes, daggers, rapiers, swords, clubs, great swords, katanas, spears, whips, and firearms. So you Shoes. Know, yeah, but shoes. Shoes is a, is a weapon type. Super weird. Uh, yeah, play- I gotta say, that's, that's a bit weird. But it's there. You have the option. You're right. I didn't do it. You're right. But you could. No, I got you. Um, and then, then they have, like, more grinding stuff. It's like you're able to craft your armor, craft, like, items, food, potions, ammo, and then, like, sometimes craft shards. It's like, I, I think some, like, the only way to get an upgraded shard is to kill, like, 30 skeleton guys, and then you combine all their crap, and then it's make mega skeleton or so, some bullshit like that. Uh, and there's okay. like three three playable characters. You know the the standard Castlevania trope, like insert like change the name to this after beating the game. Now you can play as this character or this other character. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I mean that's 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 a good start. I think to to the um, differences here. So um, any questions? Truth. You mentioned, sorry, I, I missed part of the conversation. Uh, you mentioned shoes are a, a weapon type. Yeah, it's a weapon type. Your footwear is your weapon type. And you can have, like, so, different sets on. Like, I, I forget the button layout. I haven't played this in quite a while. But it's like, let, let's say you hit left bumper, and it's now uh, switching all of your armor and then, you know, weapons to this first set. And then you hit left bumper again. It goes to your second set. So you can go to your okay. shoes set and then like your great sword set just by uh, hitting uh, one button. That, that, well, that's a little more in depth than I was thinking. Um, yeah, it, it it changes the gameplay drastically, you know, because you can go from something like a katana, which is a fast blade, to a great sword, which is much slower. So you can basically hot swap loadouts, and that's that's actually yeah. pretty damn cool. Change your familiars, uh, change your shard types. 
Like, I, I was to gonna it. make a comparison. Um, the only other game that I can think of off the top of my head where you can have shoes as a weapon, or like you know, your shoes can be cons- uh, your weapon type, I guess, can be considered your feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, Dead Cells, Dead Cells does that. Yeah, they, they do. Have they they do have. Oh that. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They're generally, as far as I'm aware, considered some of the worst weapons in the game. But yeah, but like they they have like weird stats. Like one, if like you kick someone through a door, a doorway, you yes. increase like your oh, yeah, attack like power. Crazy damage. You get that, yeah. Bonus yeah. damage for kicking people up against walls. Your bonus mm-hmm. damage for doors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shoes. Well, uh, weapon. Uh, question wise, I guess. Um, I don't know. Like, like in in the t- your guys's opinions, you know, what what would you say like your hardest bosses for your games? Igarashi. Uh, so I can. Igarashi. The, the D- yeah, the DLC you, boss. You really got to know the pat. Yeah. Are we? Are we comparing DLC though? I I'm just talking base game. Base game. Okay. Now I kind of like but, I said it's I mean, been a hot minute since I played. I got to look up the bosses now. I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and talk about uh mine real quick. Um okay. So the uh, the boss that I remember being the hardest was the the last one, I think, which was the bishop because if I remember correctly, it was like a two or three stage fight and it was kind of tough. Like, honest to God, I've played so many of these games. Nothing is exactly insanely hard anymore or rarely anything is. But I think um, we have to have to change the question because like, yeah, are we talking okay, maybe, to maybe is maybe it the hardest? So, so most notable boss you that or There's like, still... are, are, are we putting it in the terms of like casual? Like, are we trying to recommend this to someone casually playing these games or someone that oh, has well, more no, experience? I'm, I mean, it's not even that because yeah, I I think these these games can be accessible to anyone either way you go. Yeah, um, I, would, I would agree. It's it's more because I like ne- neither game is that difficult if you just probably want to play the you know get an ending to the game. I think that's achievable for both fairly easily. Um, it's the completionist stuff in both games that really, you know, make it worth it, I I think, at that point. You know, being uh, bloodstained with, like, DLC or, like, unlocking... Hidden. There's, like, hidden you know, bosses ex- in the game, too. Right, right. You know, doing that stuff is is rewarding just like in blasphemous if you go out of your way to like do the side quests and stuff you get the best ending to the game which still isn't that good apparently but it's better yeah it's it's better than you know what i got so um yeah you know i guess the difference between the uh two games we're talking about is in Blasphemous, I, the, the, to me, just to me, because I know some people aren't going to agree, the grinding in that game felt so much slower than the grinding in 
um, like a bloodstained game because the oh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the battle it's not mechanics are yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not this jumpy, flashy thing. Like you're blocking and parrying, and if you can hit that right, uh, you know you can counter like a Souls game. So mm-hmm. it's it's a lot slower. Like when you get to uh, a guy, a lot of the times, like a bad guy, you have to be careful about what you're doing because he can do even the shitty ones can do a decent amount of damage very quickly. Um, and in like the later stages of a um, like a Egovania game, closer to something like Bloodstained or Symphony of the, of the Night, you don't have that problem. You can kind of just like dash around and like do all these cool moves and stuff. I didn't feel that way in Blasphemous. Like right to the end, it felt way more like. Granted, I didn't have a tough time with the game because you get I. I guess the main thing is, is that Blasphemous relied more on um, just your your reflexes and stuff than like the numbers that Symphony of the, of the Night did or something more like Bloodstained, where, you know, your stats kind of feed off of that. There were worse stats in Blasphemous and like leveling up, I think, did help, obviously, in like what weapons, but I don't think it was as reliant on that it seemed more like your skill set and how you dodged and stuff mattered yeah, a lot more in that game. definitely an easier game because you could just out level everything like, yeah if you really I, wanted to you could just keep grinding and grinding and then like, by the time you get to a certain point where let's say you're supposed to it, it's recommended to be around level 15 and you're 30 you're, you're just going to destroy it yeah so you can, can out level something yeah, but Blasphemous didn't really feel like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I leveled more, it would have. But where I was in the game, it did it did not feel like that. And I I think I beat all the main bosses. I just didn't collect the items that I needed to get the good ending. Um, and the beginning bosses were kind of easy, and they like started creeping up, getting harder and harder. But yeah, I mean, the, the last boss was still pretty doable, but I, again, I feel like it relied way more on my reflexes, my movements, memorizing uh, a lot of the attacks, and uh, because I couldn't take that many hits uh, at the end of the game. And again, I'm normally the guy that will grind out quite a bit just to make sure I'm a little, you know, beefy and lumpy at the end so I could take a few yeah, extra a little bit shots. Yeah, a little, little some security in it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I didn't get the beef in this game. Uh, it was, it was a bit tougher. Um, so you know, I, I would just say if you wanted something that's a bit more not hands off, but you know, grindy. Uh, I think Ritual of the Night is more your thing because um, Blasphemous definitely felt a lot more um, like not that you had to pay attention, but that you're your moves and everything like it just all counted because I, I, and again, I'm comparing mostly to my time with symphony of the night because I, I played that one the most recently and the, the floatiness of the controls. Yeah. The, the floatiness of the controls that like there were in, um, in symphony of the night, which I've also noticed in bloodstained, uh, kind of, 
make it so I, I don't know you just feel otherworldly like you just feel stronger in symphony of the night um mm-hmm. and and bloodstain and in blasphemous like there were times i would die to regular guys and i'm just like what the fuck man i think my death count was pretty high we did have a death counter for that didn't we yeah i think i think so uh, did we I have no idea. I cannot remember. I I want to say that we did, and it was it was kind of high. It was like in the mid hundreds, and I like it was in Dark Soul range, which is super. Yeah, weird. it was. It was definitely yeah, in Dark Soul range. It's a Souls game or a Souls esque game. I mean, I mean, I maybe maybe that's kind of what I'm getting at. Then is that it takes a lot of the Castlevania stuff but it might not have all the mechanics that you'd want out of just a Castlevania game. Um, because a lot of the more like heavier leaning, uh, old school RPG mechanics aren't in blasphemous. You get like the basics with that, which, uh, kind of is what you get in the souls game is like, you can level well in even souls games, you get a little bit more. This was more like you level up, you could pick a few things and that's about it. You just keep going. This game's a very about the, the fighting in this. And I know I'm kind of just droning on and on now about it, but now that I'm like, just really thinking about it and sitting here, there is a stark difference between the two. And I just, I did want to make that known (laughs) because Uh, I don't want people going into this expecting like a hyper religious Gothic Castlevania symphony of the night game, because it's not, (laughs) it is not that at all. I I forget. Do do visuals change on your character in blasphemous? No, No. they do not. See, that's a big downfall for me. That's a problem for me. Like, especially in a game where you level. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I remember in Symphony of the Night, just even seeing the, you know, the weapon changes are, were and pretty the cool. The yeah, cape, the cape. Your shield, your weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also forgot to mention this before, but apparently Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, has a ton of, like, JoJo references in it. I'm like, sure the JoJo fans will love that. Where's uh, where's Owo at? He loves JoJo. <laughs> where's Owo? Um, like, there's, like, a stone a mask. Point that is for me, Mike. Well, it's a point that people should know, yeah, not just you, people, but for sure. the peoples. Um, if you hold up long, like I think if you just stand in one spot for long enough and then hold like up on the D pad or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. Miriam does like a like a JoJo like pose. <laughs> uh, there's a stone mask. Apparently, that's a reference to JoJo of some sort. Yeah, um, it's the um, it's how they turn into vampires in that show. And one of the, well, there's a librarian who's pretty much like Alucard, like actually like Alucard, like in the game. His name is O.D. in the reference of D.O.D. I actually just pulled up a screenshot with him involved in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's he, funny. He's, yeah, so, like, you know, there, there's stuff from other stuff in Bloodstained. Oh, and yeah, I mean... Uh, that that is really really cool that you you get that because in in blasphemous there's there's not a lot of that like it takes it's it's a very self-serious game um uh, and you know i think it reflects where bloodstained is it's it's your your best of or i think that's what they were trying to do is because um there aren't a for a while there weren't a lot of metroidvania games 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like when the Kickstarter started for um, Bloodstained, like it got people hyped again for these things. And then you started seeing a lot more of them come out. Like, uh, I think at the time this was announced, like Hollow Knight came out. Um, God, there, there's been a few. Uh, I'm blanking. I like, I'm just like Hollow Knight and and Hollow Knight. And Ori. Also, don't forget Hollow Knight and what? Ori, Ori and the, and the Ori. Yes, Forest. Ori's huge. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, both of those are like titans now, as far as like Metroidvanias go. They're both very well uh revered in those circles i still need to play ori actually and it bothers me, me so much uh i yep. gotta get around to that i've yet to try that one truth i have uh, a question for you are you gonna respond what was, it? What was I, that I have a question for i have a question for truth okay okay go ahead i, I heard i heard my oh, name okay. and then heard nothing after okay um how do you feel about shovel knight uh Shovel Knight looks fantastic. I've never played it. So you you guys are going to find out as we go through these episodes. um, There's a lot. There's like entire, I would say at least a good five year period of games that you'll find out I have not played that are big name games that everybody's played. We got to We got to catch you up, but we got to sit you down yeah. In front of a screen and get you caught up. Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's uh, Shovel Knight's next level. Th- uh, this is. I, I'm going to say watched. this, and Dean might back me up on this. I think you should play Shovel Knight before you beat Neo. I yeah, I could I could get wow. behind that. That's mm-hmm. kind of surprising. Okay, I love yeah. Neo, but Shovel Knight is an amazing platformer. See, see Shovel Knight seems far more up my alley. Uh, platforming games, stuff like that, like. like I grew up with like you know Mario and all, all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. My 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 majority of gaming during this time frame that uh, I didn't play new games, I played through you know Mario and all the old old classics over and over and over again because that was all I had access to at the time. I didn't Nothing have wrong with consoles. That. Uh, so. Shovel Knight seems far more up my alley. It is one that has been on my radar for quite some time. I just have yet to have a chance to pick it up. I, well, then pl- play that first, and then you can play Ritual of the Night because Shovel Knight okay. is in this game. I, I I did see that as well. That was going to be included in my next question was like any sort of hidden characters or anything like that that people could play as or, or any sort of... So, it's it's he's pseudo in this game he's called shovel armor and he's like a big beefy boy so you fight him and he has this long shovel as his weapon and then when you get his armor you can put it on and now you are him not as mobile not practical to play as you know it's like the axe x armor and from the other castlevania games and you were able Mm. to play as them in previous games they're not they're not good but it's just the option you have. It's so, yeah, it's a fun night. thing. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't think Blasphemous really has anything like that. It's um, it's fairly simple. Uh, you know, there's there's some achievements to do, but again, I think that's what the game focuses on more is your 
achievements to actually completing the game rather than finding like secrets. Uh, I do think the game has like a new game plus sort of deal to it, so there's always that replayability. Um, okay. Do, do you know how many endings it, Blasphemous has? I'm sorry. Quite a few. Um, uh, let me. At least two. Because I, I think, I think it was more than two. How many endings Blasphemous? There we go. Oh, it's only two. Huh. Okay. I thought I thought it was like three or four. Well, then that, that, I, that's uh, the standard Dark Souls thing. Is it is three? Yeah, I thought I thought it was more because I thought it was based on completion, uh, which it kind of is, but it's it's more you either just, do everything or you don't do everything. Oh, okay. I just remember from when we uh, when we played that on stream. I think we looked it up then as well. Yeah, yeah it's like, um, well, I'm not going to do this, so let's just see it in real time then. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I did everything except I didn't get one of the items that I needed. I was looking for it, and then I looked how, and I said, fuck it, it's not worth it. Yep. And uh, <laughs> turned that, that off. everybody was tired of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, again, I, I think the big difference between these two is that if you want something that's a little bit more like skill based, uh, reaction based, uh, instead of like the, the, the more like standard go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, mindless. I, I, I'll say mindless. Cause you, you can just play that game ritual of the night without paying attention. It's just like, all right, here's a guy. Almost, yeah. Do I, you know, use this weapon or do, do I just shoot him from across the board? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, if you wanted to do something a little bit, not casual, but just like uh, less intense, uh, th- that would probably be a better choice. Blasphemous is definitely more, you know, uh in your face and aggressive with the enemies. God, I remember I, I like I was still dying right towards the end for like real dumb shit. And I was just trying to run around to get from room to room. I would have to avoid certain ways to go because it was too much of a pain in the ass to trying to complete the room. I don't think I've ever said that about a Egovania game. Yeah, that, that just because it's like, well, I could just like use this ability and just plow right through it. That, that's exactly. how it's always been. Like, yeah, like there, and there's these uh these weapons in Symphony of the Night that just break the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue your thing. I'm I'm gonna look them up real quick. I forgot. No, yeah, doing. yeah. And I mean, like, again, it's just one of those things where I could get through it, but how many times do I want to fucking do it over and over again? Especially if it's just going back and forth for, you know, like silly things, and I'm not getting that much experience from it, so. Is it worth my trouble of like running around like continuously for hours on end having to actually be I I don't know. I guess I was expecting an easier of like just a run. I was expecting more Egovania and less like Dark Souls. And I guess at that time I just really wasn't in the mindset. But I started it and I I needed to finish it. So like I pushed. I might have pushed myself too hard through that game. I think that's what just kind of turned me off to it. Um, that I, I forced myself to to beat it um, because I was already so deep by the time I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I think there is a large audience out there that will enjoy this game a lot. Um, it's it's just very, very... Hang on. <laughs> oh, God. Zoom tight. I was saving that one up. Thank you. Um, it's It's very, very rewarding when you're able to get through the bosses and even beat some of the enemies just feels like... It feels good. Um, it feels like you know what you're doing. Uh, which I not that you don't know what you're doing in in uh, Egovania or Symphony of the Night sort of game. It's but, more rewarding when you kill something that that takes more than just I'm just gonna keep like you know kicking you with my shoes and oh I have to parry, block, jump. You know, correct. The, the combat is yeah. way more involved in Blasphemous than it is uh, Bloodstained. Yes. Um. But I again I think that's also maybe a downfall because. There's a lot more going on and being a bit more flashier in a Symphony of the Night game. Yes. Or a, so a Bloodstained game. I'm just going to start referring to it as Bloodstained games. The The weapon is called the Chrysogrim. Uh-huh. And it's this fast weapon that more or less makes like this big uh, wave in front of you. And you can just keep walking and doing it. So more or less, you just keep attacking and you just walk down a hallway and everything gets murdered. That's, that's it has basically crazy. the game plays itself. Yeah, it, it's a very low drop rate. Uh, I, w- I was showing my buddy Joe. I'm like, hey, have you ever gotten this weapon? He's like, no. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to grind for like 20 minutes or whatever to get it. It, it dropped like within two minutes. And, oh, and that's I'm funny. Like, yeah. So and then he's like, oh, th- this game becomes so much easier when you get this. I'm like, yes, yes, it does. Because there's like a hidden boss in Symphony of the Night, and this killed it in three minutes, which where usually it's like a longer fight, but like a, a, it's a game breaking weapon. And I don't think there's anything, I don't know if there's anything in that in uh, Bloodstained. I, I didn't really dive too deep into it. Like, I, I didn't finish Bloodstained, by the way. I forgot oh, to mention didn't? that. I did not. I got through like ninety okay. percent of it, and then my video game ADD kicked in because I'm like, I don't want to finish this yet because I'm enjoying it so much, and then I forgot to go back to it. So that's when I come back streaming New Year. That's I think that's I what I'm starting with. Ah, oh, yeah, you should. What, what did you whisper, Truth? That's why I never finished Neo. I to, thought to it be was... fair, I wasn't having any difficulty killing a boss. Yeah, yeah. No. It was, you know. I, I was joking. <laughs> Try to come. Up we with we love games. you, but we want we want you to beat that. But play Shovel Knight first. I, I'll, I'll get there. One Maybe I, if I, you did, it for I, I can't use my PS4 for at least two weeks right now. Okay, so what? fair enough. Oh, because uh, so oh, see that's even more time to check in on Marvel Strike Force. There you go. So, uh, real quick oh, thing. Go couple, ahead. Couple questions to follow with you guys here on this topics mm-hmm. uh well one's not a question one's just something interesting mike might like mike might like uh bloodstained ritual of the night gets sexy topless miriam mod released right up your Dope. alley <laughs> i assume that's only for the the personal computer yeah, I, don't, I don't think you can uh put that on a usb drive and pop it into your you know your x bone or your your probably PS4. not but uh the real question <laughs> you have jiggle physics. Uh, maps. 
Because uh, maps in these type of games get real fucking confusing, especially for somebody like me. So, Ritual uh, the Night map is amazing. It, it is Symphony of the Night's map. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the uh, accessibility with maps on these games? I uh, so I mean you have the in Blasphemous you have like the you press the select button it comes up you can see it look at it you know if if it's if it's good you fucking put it away uh, if you can not consistently see where you have and have not been yes 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 it changes colors mm-hmm. so it, it, if, does, if, does yours fill in the blank type deal yes. Yeah, it, 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 so the, the I would say the maps are about equal. Cool. Okay. How, how's the music in uh, Blasphemous? I don't remember there being much of it, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think there was. Yeah, um, music is fucking dope. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that for Blasphemous. I remember. I, if if there was, I don't remember any of it. Um, so I feel like it was yeah. more ambient sound, like probably like, like I think there was score. some orchestral shit at some point. Like yeah. I don't know it. It wasn't anything that blew me away. I can tell you that much. And again, I'm sure some people are gonna be like, "What the fuck, man? The fuck? That game was awesome, man." And I'm gonna be like, "I'm sorry, I I don't see it that way." Like there's just some things that I'm I'm kind of like, ah, n- nope. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so I again, I I think from from a like standpoint of challenge and like content, that's all there in Blasphemous. I think where it loses me is there's other games with more character, not even more character, just like a different vibe. Um, and again, this is a different experience than your your. Apologies if anybody just heard background noise. It's it's all good. Your your Egovania games. Uh, it I I think if you're looking for more of a Soulsy experience out of that, you're definitely gonna get that with uh with Blasphemous. Um, Absolutely. It's I I think that's that's a much more intensive game, and I think a lot of people who are looking for that sort of experience look no further than blasphemous you're going to find it you're going to be happy it's it's a great game don't expect much out of the story but as far as core gameplay goes it's got everything you want out of a dark souls game with some of the outer accoutrements of something like a castlevania game and i think the mixture of those two was a very cool experiment into what is a very well-reviewed game in Blasphemous. I still plan on picking okay. Blasphemous up at some point. Um, do, how much is it going for roughly now? Because it, it's a digital-only game, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk prices here. Okay, uh, let me get a price. That was not brought up at all at the beginning of the Blasphemous. Uh, while, while Dean's looking up his, um, Ritual of Night is a physical game that you can also get digitally. And it ranges anywhere from like ten bucks to like I think it's twenty five, maybe thirty, depending on where you go. Physically, digitally, I don't know. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, blasphemous is a solid twenty five, boys. Ooh. Solid twenty five. If you want to digital you know, cop and physical, that. I assume there. I don't think there is a physical. I'm, if there I'm, was, I think blasphemous it's... is a 
digital only. Yeah, if there was, it's like a limited Ooh. run sort of deal, and that'll probably cost you at least 40 if you so, find it physically. And then you'll probably get it for, six uh, months later. Yeah. Speaking for Ritual of the Night, that is, uh, it's going to be 40, 40 dollars on Steam right now. That's a lot of dollars. Yeah, but $20 physically. I'm, I'm looking on the <sighs> Amazon right now. Buy new, 1944. You know, I think I have it, because I'm like, I could I could buy that right now, but I, I think I bought it while I was at my local game shop. Yeah, uh, I am super pissed hey, that, that I didn't get buy the physical. Curse of the Moon uh, physical release by Limited Run. Mm. It is a crap ton of money now, but it looks like an NES game. It, it looks like Dracula's Curse, like the box art and everything. I, you, you know, I do love that about Limited Run is you get the reversible cover arts like for... Suits of Rage 4, I have it on the bare knuckle um, reverse art, which is so much fucking cooler that yeah, it's, that, it's that got would the be Japanese the name. release of it if it was yeah. a thing. Yeah, so that that's really fucking cool to me. Uh, it did the same thing with I bought Enter the Gungeons limited run, and the reverse on that is a Doom sort of uh, look with like all retro 80s. Uh, characters on it it is it is insane to look at it is really cool does it still um, say the game on the spine though does it still what like the, does it still say the title of the game on the spine like you know how you can flip the cover oh that's a good question um, because I hate it when they don't have the title on it on the Streets of Rage one it does uh, okay. I could check for the Enter the Gungeon one give me like one sec sure I need to know well, now. Is, Talk amongst well, yourselves. Like, is that? If, uh, man, it, if I had money to blow, this Bloodstained Ritual of the Night Kickstarter collector's box looks like it's got a lot of cool-ass shit involved in it. Yeah, there's a, there was a lot but, of cool uh, shit that came with it, but... The, holy cow, 300 bucks now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... It, that that's the thing. Like I cannot justify spending that type of money on a game. I can't. But you, you yeah, know me. I, I'm I obsessed pick, with Castlevania. I could Castlevania. pick up the PS4 version off of eBay right now, fifteen bucks if I wanted. If you you can go to your local game store and probably get it anywhere from ten to twenty. Yeah. You know, because it's sold in from GameStop to Best Buy to your local shop. And realistically, I, I would say this is a forty dollar game. For the amount okay. of time that, that you would put into it, it, it is a $40 game. I forget what I got it for when it first came out, but you, you know how frugal I am when it comes to buying games. I got this immediately. When it comes to buying anything? Yeah, pretty much. So uh, I I didn't just look at the video game. I also wanted to uh, replug in my keyboard to my gaming computer that my girlfriend unplugged when she was working from here so sorry mm. um what? What? so uh she <laughs> she had to work down uh where i live because her internet yeah, kicked out in her house that. and um i don't have a lot of room on my desk uh but that's the only place she could set up so i told her to move 
the keyboard back. Instead, she unplugged it and took it off the desk. And I've been meaning to hook it back up, but I keep forgetting. And then now that all the free games are on Epic, I was like, oh, I could I should do that before I go to bed tonight. And I'm like, why isn't the fucking keyboard working? And it's not plugged in. All I imagine is you just like slamming your hand on the keyboard like, you know, the the like monkey video, just smacking it harder and harder. Uh, I, I, I did a little bit. I, I did that a little bit. I muted my mic. If I so press spacebar hard enough, it'll work. That's that's how it works. I have a mouse at uh, work. That's actually what's happening. The button's going on it, so you need to press the contact harder, and like Sick. you really have to like jam on the uh, the the uh, left click button to get it to do anything. Now, I'm super happy that you got a bonus, but you have to deal with a mouse that you have to like punch to get it to work. Mm-hmm. It's good. I think that's a fair trade. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. I, if they want to keep giving, you know, me me bonuses, I, I, that's fine. I'll put up with that, you know, stupid mouse as long as you want me to. No you might problems. even bring your own mouse. You might be generous enough to grab an old mouse and bring it in. Who knows? I don't know about that. I'm not giving them one of my... Actually, I do have, like, a, a mouse I could bring in if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So okay, back 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 to the task at hand. First thing, does the the spine have the? Yes, it does. It does have the spine, and it looks really cool because it's a different title style than it is normally. So I thought that was neat. I love that. If if you're gonna have reversible covers, make sure that the game says it on on the the spine on each side. Companies out there that are listening to this, all of you guys, please make sure you have the title on your spines. Mm-hmm. We need to uh, yeah, see I would, those. I would have to agree with that. That yeah, that's not cool when they're not there. Um, yeah, it it has stopped me from flipping the games around sometimes, which really bums me out. The the first Doom, well, well, PS4, Xbox, Doom twenty, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's reversible, but doesn't have anything on the other side of the spine. Yeah, that's shit. Uh, that that. Yeah. That bothers me a lot when mm-hmm. they're like that. I do not like that at like, all. I'll know what the game is, but visually your eye gets drawn there because there is no words on that spine. Mm-hmm. 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 And Just do it. it's Yeah, it's it's really annoying. That that is my least favorite thing. And it's it's my OCD kicking in. It's like, I need this. Mm-hmm. Why isn't this here? Please, please do this, please. Just I'm with why, you. On that. Why, yeah, why are you breaking my my nice perfect line of games with your goddamn no fucking title? Okay, I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. Okay, this is Truth, shitty. Do you have any more questions? Uh, I think I'm mostly wrapped up. Is there Final anything that would make sh- make you completely wrapped up? Well. It's kind of an irrelevant question. It's mostly just a curiosity question at this point. Uh, do it to it. How, how much of Bloodstained is just waifus, man? Uh, over 30%. Okay. And I, uh, is there really a big-ass boss that's just a cat with demon horns? This is news to me. Okay, I don't know if this is just some random image I keep seeing, but I have seen this cat with, like, demon horns and wings several times I mean, while flipping through images. 
Well, sem- send me, send me something. Yeah, one, one second. Darlene. Uh, uh, so while you're doing that, I'll, I'll I'll just throw a little extra bullshit about Bloodstained. There's an eight bit hidden area. So that's you, pretty you, cool. You're you're going through the castle. I, f- I forget because mm-hmm. I found it by mistake. Link uh, and, and I went there too early. Okay. Um, and I'm like, holy crap, this feels like Castlevania, like a Ridge Castlevania. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. That that cat thing is a thing. I remember fighting that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It seems very out of place, and, you know, Dean, you should click the link. It's very adorable. Okay, I'll, um, I'll think about clicking the link. But, it's safe. It's safe. Yeah. But, you know, the 8-bit area was super dope, and it felt like original castle okay so okay cool so the 8-bit area i keep seeing images of is actually in the game as well bro that's like a weird fully rendered cat with horns that's freaking me out that's kind of what i was like wait a minute like is this real (laughs) okay i think that pretty much wraps up questions honestly um i could say some negatives about bloodstained like Blasphemous ah! didn't have, have have any problems when it first launched. Bloodstain was true. full of problems. Like for yeah, for me, I was trying to, to figure out which God. like uh, this is com- coming from the perspective of somebody that has never played either of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair to blood sp- to be fair to Bloodstained on that, uh, like it, it's a far more detail-oriented game. Like, there's more to it than there is to Blasphemous. Like, Blasphemous is basically a simplified 2D side-scroller for the most part. Yeah, it's that 1632-bit where Bloodstained was more... uh, I don't know, had had glossier visuals. I think glossier is a a good word to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. That... That's a good way to put it. Glossy. I like it. Polished. But yeah. Yeah. The, the thing with Bloodstained was they pushed back the release. They pushed it back. And this was supposed to come out on the for the Wii U. That was on the original Kickstarter thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Switch version got pushed back after. Like, that came out afterwards, and it ran like dog shit. <laughs> I, I asked uh, Chris, our good buddy at, you know, Stone Age Gamer, all those other things that you love to listen to. Shout out and Stone I, Age Gamer podcast. I was like, hey, man, uh, so which version do you think I should get? Because I own a PS4, a X-Bone, and a Switch. And he's like, well, don't get the Switch. I'm like, well, why? He's like, the frame rate is crap. I can't even play the game right now. I'm like, well, that answers that. <laughs> For him to say the frame rate is crap means a lot because he'll put up with a lot of shit if the game's fun. Yeah, he he's that like is it, it is it is a, a slugfest, you know. It just chugs along and it's just not playable. And he's like, some areas wouldn't even load in. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And and I'm pretty sure the the way that he beat the game was he borrowed Dan's version on the oh, PS4. Oh, copy for the PS4, yeah, I think, I think you're I right. I have a side-by-side comparison here, screenshots from Switch and X-Bone, and Vastly X-Bone different. looks exponentially better. Yeah, 
Like, you, they couldn't even make a good version for the original thing that it was supposed to come out on. Like, it was supposed to come out on Nintendo. That was its thing. I know the Switch is vastly different from the Wii U, but, like, this was your initial backers were people on the Wii U, and you more or less just told them to kick rocks. So but I didn't get it on that. What I will say is Bloodstained is, in essence... A Kickstarter game at its core. Yes. And yes. Um, when you do something like that, I mean, one, it's impressive to see how much support you can get from something like that. And it did get a lot of support Two, Kickstarter games are notorious for being a little janky at the beginning. Like I, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't remember a Kickstarter game that I've been a part of where I got it. And I was like, this is everything that I wanted right at the beginning. Yeah. You kind of have to lower your expectations of what the gameplay is going to be. You have to expect problems, but to not yeah. be able to more or less play it. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I'm making an excuse for him, honestly, and I probably shouldn't be because it's it's not even my game. But I mean, I mean, to to be fair on that aspect, like it seems like almost every Kickstarter game I have personally followed and and, and watched the lifespan of has had that problem. Shovel Knight number nine was the same way where it had massive Massive issues. Was Shovel Knight a Kickstarter game at the beginning? It was. Yeah, yeah. I want. I want to say yes. Because I was Shovel Knight. Because I I remember Chris talking about it when he was still up in living in the my area. Uh He was like, "Hey, check this game out," and I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Hey, this looks dope," and he's like, "Yeah, I think I, I think he said he threw like ten bucks at it." And then he probably threw more at it. I wonder when was 2013. Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah, this game is... uh, When did Shovel... uh, We're getting off on a real tangent, but I'm okay with this. Tangents are good. Well, I mean, the the estimated delivery for Shovel Knight when it was on Kickstarter was 2013. September 2013. And Yeah, and it came out June 2014. Okay, so yeah, that oof, man, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That that's a good game. Oh man, that's a good game. We we well, nothing can compare next to that. Topic. We we nothing can compare next to it. Who whoever's comparing next to it is just gonna lose. That's true. That's very true. That's a hell of a game. Anyway, yeah, there really ain't too much that compares to Shovel yeah, Knight. But but, but Shovel Knight had next to no problems when it first launched. But that's the only one that I could think of. Okay. okay. But to the yeah, task at hand. Then you got fucking we've, mighty we've, number nine. <laughs> boof. I, I, Big I boof. think I've got some decisions to make here. I think yeah, you do, so too. I don't think we need to do rundowns on our games. We've been blathering on and on about them. So, Truth, what do you think? Yeah, Which yeah, game but, would you rather play? So, if, uh, if anyone has any, any follow-up thoughts, uh, tell us we're wrong, you know. You know where to find us. It'll all be in the show notes and stuff. We'll go over that at the end of this shit too. But uh, honestly, this week I I, I think people are going to be mad at me. But, I think I'm um, about to be mad at you. You you might be about to be mad at me. <laughs> uh, 
I've been listening to everything that everybody's been talking about. I've been looking through, you know, the wikis. I've been looking through images. I've been looking through everything as we've been going through all of this. I really tried not to be negative. I, I really tried. Don't don't worry, Dean. I think this is going to go your way. So, honestly... I gotta give this to Blasphemous personally. I, I knew I knew Truth was gonna give me the L on this one. I knew going into it's this, it's nothing I was against like, you, Mike. Like the game looks fantastic. It is a game I would play. It, I can't get into the waifu thing, man. I it's it's anime girls. Everything I see is nothing but anime girls. It <laughs> kind of puts me off. I won this on default. Great. Yeah, it, it, the art style kind of. Did, again, I I hate to do it because I did. Dean, I knew going into this, I was gonna lose because yeah, no we, battle, we both man. know like, what the answer would be. But I'm okay. I got to talk about Bloodstain. The game looks. Fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I would 100% pick it up. I probably will pick it up at some point in time in the near future here. It, but like art-wise, I'm I'm, you know, as we talked about with the Bloodborne episodes, if you've listened to that one already, like I'm I'm into the darker, grittier kind of art style. Blasphemous has the darker, grittier story. Blasphemous has the darker, grittier art. It's more, it's more true to the classics. You know, simple, to the point. Metroidvania, where it's I, you know, you get some items, they power you up, beat these bosses, find your way through this fucking maze of a level to find your bosses, and make your way through it, like like. Having all the anime stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I do personally enjoy a faster-paced gameplay that the that Bloodstain seems to have compared to, you know, Blasphemous. But you know, there were a bunch of issues at launch. There were the art style throws me off a lot. I, I got to give this to Blasphemous. It's this wedding is horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, everybody in their I mom don't, is gonna hate. Well, me no, this, I don't. But. I don't think so because there are a lot of people out there that think Blasphemous is a very good game. Dan has literally called me a bad gamer yes, because I didn't true. like Blasphemous, <laughs> and I, I, I did the right thing. I stood here and I defended that game. I, I gave. I gave bright points to the game and I gave what I didn't like personally about the game. Do I think I you're know. correct in your assumption? No, it's, it's, Go it's ahead. fine. I, I, I just think, I think you're correct in your assumption here of it's a more no thrills experience than something like, um, bloodstain, which maybe gets a little too into its own, like, because that's the thing. Bloodstain's a little more self-aware about what it's doing, and that's why it has cool things, you know, like the secret boss with Igarashi yes. in it. Yes. Uh, cool little nods to anime and um, you know, other games. And that's see, that's see, all this, great. This is where you show your podcast experience a little more than I do. Like, you you're better at explaining things like that. No, I mean, it's it's not even that, because, I mean, you made your point. I just don't want 
people to think that you're also like hating on the game. It's just that's no, what no, you're not, not looking all. for out not of it, you know? Like they both look, you know, like I said, I played neither of them. I've you know, I watched you play Blasphemous. I've basically seen absolutely nothing about Bloodstains until today, so that's kind of you know a little bit of a bias there. Mm-hmm. But uh they both look like fantastic games. I'd play either of them any day of the week, you know, if I had access to them, which hopefully soon, sooner than later, I will. But uh, worry, the blood, art blood style is cheaper for you and everything like that about <laughs> Bloodstained is far more up my alley. Or sorry, Blasphemous is far more up my alley. But I will say, uh, what Bloodstained has that I like that Blasphemous doesn't, Bloodstained has a... Uh, a vinyl collection of their their music on mm-hmm. and the music is various super multicolored dope. vinyl discs that look fucking beautiful <laughs> that is one thing that uh that uh, blasphemous doesn't have is great music um cuz i didn't yes. remember a damn thing of it in fact i think for most of it i just ended up putting on like other music because there just wasn't yeah, a lot happening in the game for that. yeah yeah, which but, uh, yeah, it, Bloodstain I mean, also has is a series now. It's not just a game; it's a series because there's three of them. True, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if we were basing this off of series value, like the whole kit and caboodle and everything involved, you know, Bloodstain would definitely take this. Um, but basing it just Symphony of the Night to Blasphemous, you know. I, I gotta give it to Blast. You're personally You're allowed person. You're allowed your opinion, bud. You don't have to defend it that hard. And believe me, it's okay. Yeah, Wh- no. Whoever says I'm you suck in your balls. It, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I know. I know. This is a safe space, truth. This is a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't even know safe space. It's, okay. it's okay. Once you gave your answer, I I you know cracked open this voodoo IPA. He just it's okay. he just started hey, going to town knows on it. Find me on Twitter. Come tell me I'm wrong, you know. I'll defend myself. No, tell tell him that you love him and and you think (laughs) we we should we should do more more episodes because because that's we're doing more episodes regardless of what you fuckers think. Oh wow. Okay, (laughs) telling them like it is. Fuck you. We're doing (laughs) it anyway, whether you like it or not. (laughs) It's fun. I don't care. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. So there it is. Blasphemous yeah. takes it over Bloodstained. Who would have thought? It, yeah, yeah. Most people would, would probably not agree. Way. Well, I think that does it for for a whole episode. There, we're uh, we're at like almost an hour hour and a half. So hour and forty almost. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting we're getting a little long in the two. So I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, firstly and foremost, remember to check out geekade.com for more great content from all your favorite people like myself, Mike over here and Nick. We do this podcast. It's going to be going on almost every week soon. So right now it's twice, uh, twice a month. That's how you're getting it. But soon we're going to every week. We're going mainstream boys and that'll be happening soon. But till then you can catch us every other week and while while you got that downtime, you could check out more great stuff from Geekade, like Stone Age Gamer, this week's episode, 
Waveback. Waveback, the weekend rental podcast. You can check out Mutant Musings. You can check out Paper Cuts, because that's back. What the fuck? We're that's a throwback right Snap. there, boys. We're we're getting Snap. so so much content out there. It's just it's it's astounding. Um, fun for the whole family. It is fun for the whole family, isn't it? And uh, yeah, I mean, we have tons of great articles too. There's always someone writing uh, something, and uh, I'm I'm happy that I'm a part of it and that uh, I can do this podcast with you boys. Nothing makes me happier. Um, yeah. So, speaking of uh, making me happy, let's uh, let let's wrap this thing up so we can crack open more beers off the air and talk about more things that we can't talk about on the air guys where can they find you uh nintendo where can they find you you can find me on the twitter at nintendo nj as in nintendo new jersey and also same handle on the twitch uh i plan on getting back into streaming you know after 2020 has ended Enough bad shit has happened. Let's start this year off fresh. What about you, Truth? Where can they find you? So, uh, I, I am also over on the Twitter uh, at about underscore falling, failing. About underscore failing. I'm still terrible at my Twitter handle. I don't really post a lot there. But uh, you'll find some occasional X-Men content, some occasional random gaming content. And uh, as noted this afternoon, some occasional content about pickles. Uh, Yeah, it happened. (laughs) Other than that, I'm uh, not doing too much right now. I'm still trying to figure out my recording stuff to possibly put some things up on the Best and Friends channel. Um, Yeah, that's about it, though, for me. All right. What about you, you, Vest? Where can the people find you? Where can you find the Vest Lord? You can find the Vest Lord on on Twitter, uh, Kimono underscore Vest Lord. You can find him on the Twitch. Uh, that's, uh, vest underscore Lord on there. And I mean, just check out geekade.com cause I'm also there as well. But if you want to go ahead and send us an email, you can just hit the contact button on the website and put the subject as a dude, a Lord in the truth, or just, uh, go ahead and shoot at the underscore geekade, a, uh, a, a tweet on, uh, on Twitter as well. Um, I th- I think that does it. I think we hit everything. Tune back next time for another standoff, another amazing time here on A Dude, A Lord, and The Truth. We'll catch you next time, guys. Have a good one. Have, Have a good, good one.